good afternoon. Hello. Marika. Yep. And you're in British Columbia. I am. Okay. Well, can you introduce yourself really fast? Would love to hear where who you are, where you're based, what kind of photography you do. And you are in the middle of a move, which is going to be exciting to talk about I today. Am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping to get some tips on that. Yeah. Um, my name is Marika Van Kuyk. And my business is Photography by Marika. Pays off to have a weird name. I figured it was good for the business name. Um, I do family portraits and creative portraiture. I really, really, really want to lean in more to the creative stuff. Um, The family work is what currently pays the bills. Mm -hmm. The creative work is what I would like to become the main part of the business. And as of today, I'm in Vanderhoof. British Columbia. And as of Friday, I will be in Campbell River, British Columbia. <laughs> okay, cool. So like size wise, is one a bigger area than the other? How far apart are they? Very far apart and very okay. different. <laughs> okay, tell us. Um, so Vanderhoof is the town itself is about 4,500 people. And we are the geographical center of British Columbia. Okay. Campbell River is on Vancouver Island, so it's all the way down south. And it is, as far as I know, about 45,000 people. Okay. So and a much more creative. It's Vancouver Island. It's the land of creatives and interesting people. <laughs> Vancouver is the land of rednecks and ranchers. <laughs> you're moving closer to your ideal client. Yes. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I was like, I think today we might need to talk ideal client because anytime someone has a very specific idea of the type of photography work they want to be doing, I'm like, listen, you can make a business from absolutely anything, from absolutely any type of art or photography. You just have to find the right people. And a lot of mm-hmm. times people are trying to do something and don't have, aren't in that, in that, the right community. And so it just doesn't work. So um, yeah. I figured we should talk about that today. And I was yeah. really hoping we would. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, tell me, how long have you been doing business? And is the creative stuff a newer thing? Or, like, what what does that look like right now? Who's hiring you for that? Or is it just personal work at this point? Um, so, I actually started with photography when I was 10, I think. Um, I'm 22 now for reference. So, you know, more than half my life. Yeah, that's a Um, long time. And it was a 4-H project and I just really loved it. I had always been creative to a certain extent and photography is where it really started to like blossom, which sounds your What was your 4-H project? What was the theme? Um, The overall project was photography and then every year and every unit was different and would um, challenge us to learn different things. Okay. And then I also did a clothing project for eight years, I think. So I learned how to sew a lot of clothes, which means now I can make and alter outfits for shoots, which is pretty great. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Also same. I know how to sew my own clothes too. So I love that. So fun. (laughs) We could just have a little party. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, cool. So been doing it since you were 10. When did people start paying you for photography? Um, I think... I would have been 15 and it started with just friends asking if I would do family photos while their family was visiting and then they would insist on paying and then I'd post the pictures and then another friend would message. So it's one of those where it was an accident. (laughs) It just kind of happened and all of a sudden I'm like 15 and I'm going, I guess I need to create at least some sort of a rate because I have enough friends asking that I can't just be like, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, 14, 15 is kind of when it started. Only in the last three-ish years, I guess, have I really like leaned into it and actually been excited about the idea of having a photography business. Up until then, it was kind of, I don't know if I want this to be all that I do. Um, I don't feel qualified to be a, a business person. I'm the artsy fartsy one. I don't want to do the books. I don't want to look at numbers. Honestly, I'd happily do most of it for free. Um, so the money thing is a big struggle for me. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Are you 
hoping to make it something that pays your bills too? Are you okay? Or like how much of it is, um, how much pressure is there financially on your photography at this point? <laughs> That's a fun question. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> This is when you get all the personal information. I'm yes, so let's, go. <laughs> let's go. Um, when I was 15, I was diagnosed with a chronic illness. So I live with my parents. I can't live alone. I don't get to move out by myself or go do stuff like that. So financially, there's not necessarily a really strict pressure. Um, I just contribute in whatever way I can to the household, um, be that money, making dinner, whatever. Um, so that's where it kind of is a funny one. I also can't work full-time hours. Um, the only reason that photography as a business does work for me is because it's not, the majority of time is not spent on my feet on the go. It's mm -hmm. a couple hours shooting and then I sit at my desk and I edit and I do paperwork and I do that stuff. So that's the main reason that it's actually a doable job for me. Um, so I'm also still trying to figure out the balance of if it grows more, how will this work? What kind of boundaries do I have to put in place for myself in order to protect my health as well? Yeah. Um, but that also makes the money thing kind of funny because it's like, well, no, I'm not dependent on it per se. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I'm also not making as much as I'd like to. But Right. Like obviously <laughs> money helps in in every way, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You're like, yeah, this does help overall health as well. But yeah, where is that kind of have you um have you bumped up on your own capacity yet? Like, have you had a month where like I did too much as far as photography goes? Uh, yeah, that would have been June of this year. <laughs> okay. Tell me about June. Um, How many shoots did you do? What'd that look like? Oh boy. I had the first two weeks of June. I did more than one shoot per day. I, so it probably would have been like 16 to 18 shoots total in the first like two weeks of the month. That's and a lot. It is a lot. And it totally happened by accident. And this is when I'm like, I should not be allowed to be running a business is because I'm usually so good and everything's in my calendar. So I can see what days I have stuff. And then I make sure I don't overbook. And I'm not sure what happened, but I didn't process what was all there and kept booking stuff so the yeah. second half of June I had to take off so I could a catch up on editing and uh be just become human again because I wasn't by the end of it yeah yeah you're like okay I'm I'm mm -hmm. tired that hurt yeah, yeah it was not good <laughs> totally so okay why did you sign up for this coaching call what do you hope that we figure out or what do you hope your business looks like in six months if like everything kind of went according to plan? Um, well, I think for me, I mean, part of it, the timing worked out hilariously well, because when I actually signed up and got accepted, we didn't know we were moving yet. Um, that so that wild. decision and the process has only happened since that. So then I'm like, oh, this is coming up. I want to know about moving my business and relocating to an entire different area where I know like five people. <laughs> yeah. So that would be a big one I would love to talk through, um, which then kind of ties in, I think, to the ideal client idea um, and money. Yeah. Figuring out the money stuff is hard. So any tips or tricks or opinions would be much appreciated on that stuff as well. And whether that's the setup of my packages or the numbers themselves or yeah. Yeah. Like pricing, knowing mm -hmm. your numbers, that kind of thing. I was going to say, what yeah. does, what does money mean for you at this point? Is it like spending money? Is it um, being able to take care of yourself more in more ways? Or what does it like what does having pricing and knowing your numbers mean to you right now? Um, definitely be able to contribute more financially to the household, I think. And I would love to be able to invest some back in, I mean, one day the dream is to have my own studio. So yeah. one day that would be amazing. Um, but to invest back in and be able to create uh, bigger sets or be able to rent a studio for a week and do shoots and stuff like that. But right now I just don't have 
the financial wiggle room, I guess, um, to do that really. So that would kind of be the goal, I think, is more to the household just in general. Yeah. And yeah, being able to put more back into my business in order to grow it again. Yeah. And it sounds like to be more creative, like you, yes. I'm excited to I dive like more to buy into props. <laughs> well, yeah, like, you know, it takes money to do these things and to rent studios and to get backdrops and mm-hmm. outfits and all of that. So, and you have a, you have a unique type of photography that you're doing too, which I'm excited to dive more into um, and to hear kind of like your vision for some of your work, because I think that that's really like talking about ideal client, talking about um, some marketing that's going to be really pointed in this new, you know, the new direction, but also the new Mm -hmm. location. You have a lot of opportunity to kind of like make this a really cool thing. So um, maybe tell me, tell me more like I know we can't see um, we can't see your work on this podcast. So yes. describe <laughs> it. Tell me what like tell me your vision for all of it, and maybe like one of your favorite shoots you've done. And oh, that um, would be hard. <laughs> or just pick one and describe it. Like you're like okay. okay. Ideally, <laughs> we do all these things. Okay. Um, I always laugh when I try to describe my work because now I know everyone on the podcast can't see me either. Um, But I wear leggings or sweatpants and t-shirts 90% of the time. And like, as you can see behind me, Kristen, like my room is black and gray. I wear all black and gray 90% of the time. And then my work is like bright and colorful and sparkles and poofy dresses and tiaras. And I love it so much. And so it just always makes me laugh when I then describe my work and someone's looking at me and they're like, really, that's what you do? (laughs) Um, But what I'm... What I'm really wanting to lean into, and I've added just the tagline to my website so that every time I'm on my website, I get reminded like, oh, this is kind of where we want to lean, is kind of like the idea of live your main character moment. Um, Because especially a few of the shoots I've done this summer, like I had, I did an element series. So I kind of personified each of the elements, which is a very interesting challenge. Um, and one of them, we drove out to a forest here and she was my, my forest nymph and it was lovely. And, and then she's running around frolicking in the forest. She's like, and I just feel like I'm this fairy in the woods. And she had this whole story that she created on the spot. And it kind of made me step back and be like, I think that's the direction I really want to swing in. I mean, I love the editorial and I love kind of playing around with fashion and funky poses, but really like creating I don't know your eight-year-old's dream story and then getting to do it as a grown-up because I've had a couple this summer where they're like this was my childhood dream come true and it was amazing and it just was such a fun feeling when I'm like I'm so glad I could do this with you like and I love styling all the shoots and thinking through like the outfits and the location and the props and how it'll all come together and so yeah, it's bright, it's colorful, it's fantastical and ridiculous sometimes. And I'm not even sure how else to describe it. <laughs> I love it. I know I it's it's like a it reminds me of fashion or editorial, but letting kind of like a normal person <laughs> live their Tyra Banks moment, you know? Like <laughs> it's so fun. Um, so I guess like I think the trick here is messaging ideal client. And, you know, a lot of times when people do decide to hire a photographer, it's kind of for something, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's for their album cover. It's for their branding for their website. And so I think either and because I'm trying, you know, I think based on what I, I think I know of you and what you care about. Um, it's either kind of guiding people through this, like we can create a shoot for fun and for like inner child work and mm-hmm. for healing and for playfulness and for you. Um, and it doesn't have to have a destination necessarily mm-hmm. or finding, and it can be both too, or finding people that want that and are doing something creatively Again, album covers, yeah, 
some kind of, you know, um, I don't know, like the, I know some of your shoots are a little bit more witchy or mm-hmm. did you say like even kind of mystical or like Ren, Ren Fair kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't have all the Ren Fair stuff yet, but definitely like trying to get some more props and outfits that way that I can do a little more in that vibe as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is there one of those directions that calls you more? Cause the, the one I think, I think it's a little bit of like creating a movement, which I'm always like, Hey, our art, our coaching, talking about money, all these things are tools for personal development. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm always about that. If that's what you're about, <laughs> go for it. Perhaps the easier path is the someone already knows they want this, you know, like, but it doesn't mean we have to choose the easier path. So I'm curious which one kind of lights you up more. Probably the harder path, which is. Let's go. Let's go. I would love to work with other creatives too. Like I'd love to work with musicians and painters and different people like that too. Um, But it's really when it's just like, no, I just wanted to do this for me, for fun, because it'll make me feel better. I don't know, whatever the reason is, but that's the one where it's like, we could really go wild and crazy and have some fun. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) totally. I mean, when you were describing it, I was like, this is inner child work personified, you know, like frolicking through flowers or I literally teach people how to frolic. Okay, cool. So, um, so who has been like, Tell us a story of someone you've worked with that's the closest to that ideal client. So it's someone that is like, hi, I want to feel amazing. I want to reconnect with my childhood self. I want to be creative. Like, tell us about that person. And, you know, if you've had someone who's the closest that you've worked with so far, you don't have to share their real name, but just like kind of describe the the shoot. So I don't think I've ever had a client like this. And that's where there is this funny break in my business. And that partly is because of where we're living currently. Vanderhoof is not a particularly creative community um, and also has like a crazy number of photographers. And so it makes it really weird to try and navigate, especially trying to boost like the creative shoots. Mm -hmm. Um, So most of my creative shoots by far have just been me asking friends or I put up a model call on Instagram and someone's like, yeah, sure. I'll do that. Um, no one specifically is coming to mind. Definitely the earth shoot was a lot of fun where she really, that was the one that really got me thinking more on this path. Mm -hmm. Um, because of the number of times she was like, no, this was like my little girl dream come true. I've always been a wild child and a flower child. And I got to like live that out as an adult. And so I think that one, that's probably the one that stuck with me the most as far as conversations we had and everything. And our location was three hours each way. Oh my goodness. So we had a lot and we hardly knew each other before driving out there. So it's one of those where I was laughing when we got home because like we didn't, we know who each other was, but we didn't really know each other when we drove out that day. And by the time you're driving home at the end of the day, it's like all the family traumas being discussed and all the like crazy stuff that you would almost never talk to someone about, even if you did know them really well. And so that was just a really cool shoot and a really cool connection as far as just the comfort level we developed over that afternoon and evening was really, really cool. So that's where I'd also, I think, like to move in the direction of like longer shoots or longer experiences, whatever that may look like. Yeah. Um, Cause you just get that much more time to deep dive with them as a person, which then makes it all the more amazing to capture them and easier to capture who they actually are and not like their camera smile. If that makes right. sense. <laughs> right. Well, and the amount of detail you're talking about putting into a shoot, the the time of scouting, the driving time, the outfit time, the creative direction. I mean, these are these are large shoots and big undertakings. And mm-hmm. a little known fact, before I kind of was a wedding photographer, I did some stuff 
kind of in this vein, like fashion. Oh, and really? Cool. Yes, it is so fun. Um, <laughs> so like I also know that it is like a big – it's just a big chunk. And you probably it can – probably, you know, two to four a month would be like a max, right? If to really do a blowout shoot like yeah, that. Yeah, if it's, it's – if it's an everything like top to bottom drive out to a big location that would yeah I can do like I've done lots of smaller creative shoots too which are super fun you set up the paper backdrop and you stick some googly eyes on someone which I did a while ago or whatever you feel the need to do um but it's definitely the ones where it's like hours and hours of planning and then it's hours of shooting and putting everything together those are the ones that it's like I always feel the best and the most excited after those ones. Yeah. But I think it's part of that for me too, is I really just value people. Like I've always said to all of my clients, I'm like, the pictures for me are bonus. If you walk away feeling good and feeling seen, then I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> pictures yeah. are bonus. I mean, yeah, I hope we get good pictures, but I actually care more about you. Um, so that's where when I get to connect with people on that level, I just love it so much. I love that too. Yeah, I think that that is beautiful. And to really give someone such a unique experience, I think is really cool too. Okay. And, and you know, there are lots of ways of making this work too. You know, one thing that kind of popped into my head and that um, sometimes has worked as people are building up something different like this is you um, you kind of – you market to the person that already knows they need this and mm -hmm. then kind of build up the people that do it for as a treat to themselves or as like a fun thing. And you could even build in, because I know you have um, like a personal project that I want to ask mm -hmm. you about too. You can build it into your pricing a way to give back to your community. So maybe mm -hmm. one shoot a quarter, you're getting, getting to give away or getting mm -hmm. to do at a discount or whatever feels good for you. Um, so there's so many ways to kind of do this in a way that brings that personal fulfillment, lets you be creatively inspired, lets you be the one in charge of the creative direction too. Cause I think that's the other thing when you go down this path is yeah, you want to, you can, there's some collaborative stuff, but then sometimes if you work with a certain, um, like with musicians or whatever, there's someone else that drives the vision, which might not be quite so fulfilling either. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Still a lot of fun but not the same like sense of accomplishment at the end. Yeah. And we can yeah. have both, right? We can do both. Absolutely. <laughs> um, well, cool. Well, so let's brainstorm together then first, because I think this like ideal client kind of thing and thinking through where the referral sources would be or mm -hmm. how to get your work in front of the eyes of people that want this or that want the idea planted in their head that they need this, you know? Because like that's the other thing too is you can create desire for something that people don't know that they want until they see it. And they're like, oh yeah. my gosh, that's so inspiring. That's so fun. Mm -hmm. So brainstorm for me for a second. Like, where do you think you're going to find some of these people? Um, I would love to work, especially at the beginning with more like musicians and artists, like I said, um, because I do also love the collaborative aspect, especially if it's more than like, headshots with your guitar right yeah sounds really horrible I have nothing against that but like let's get more creative let's create yeah. something that feels even more like you and so I would I am learning guitar currently um and my mom plays okay. piano so music is very much in our family in our house so musicians would probably be my first like let's work with more musicians especially at the beginning I think to rebuild my business in a new location. Yeah. Um, after that, I mean, anyone, honestly, and that's what I've been trying to tell people, like you can create art without being like a quote unquote artist. Um, and that's what I'm here to help with. Like if you have a base idea, send it to me and I'm pretty sure we can make a shoot out of it. Or if you're like, I just want to do something creative, but I have no idea, like, let's talk, let's create something together. But I have the natural artistry and the learned artistry to help you actually bring that to life. 
but you still get to be part of the process. So yeah. that's where I've, cause I've thought about this ideal client thing before because it's a big thing in the photography world. <laughs> and I never really come up with a very good answer for myself. So I'm really glad that you made me brainstorm this on your podcast. Yeah. I'm well, thinking about it ahead of time. <laughs> I'm going to help you out too. I mean, cause there's, there's so many, obviously so many directions, but musicians is great. Although just to be like musicians is also like yes. super broad. Okay. So yeah. the trick is to start kind of identifying little like pockets of communities of people that you love, that you would want to be friends with anyways, that like you can help them be more creative in their own way too. So, you know, some of it is exploring like where some, some professional groups, some Facebook groups, a lot of times there's like, they're in Nashville, which, you know, there's a million musicians, but there's, (laughs) um, there's like Facebook groups of entertainment professionals, people like that, where like starting to get plugged in can mm-hmm. be really helpful. Um, have you done any kind of, do you have any friends that already live in the area that you're moving to or this is um, ground floor starting over? I have, we have one couple who's really, really good friends. They've known me since I was like seven. <laughs> um, so they're there and have been there for years. And I have visited them there a couple times. So I know a few people around them, like briefly, like we've met once for a couple hours type of thing. Um, I did the last time I was there, rope one of their friends into doing a shoot with me at the beach. <laughs> Fun. Yeah, um, it sounds like there is some some relationships to jump off of. Or- I think there is, yeah. And cool. like our one friend, he is a musician and so knows quite a few musicians in the area so I've already been talking to him like so can you introduce me to some people (laughs) you know shamelessly pulling on those those threads of people that I know who can help get me into the community more yeah Yeah. totally I mean I think moving I know people get so stressed out about moving locations and especially when they have a business I think it's an opportunity to get you to do the things that are going to build your business long-term anyways that we're afraid to do when we've been in a place for so long. Like, oh my gosh, I know exactly what I'm supposed to do, but how many, like often I'm not doing it because I'm comfortable, you know? Right. So I've been here for so long. So I think that this is a great like momentum builder, Mm -hmm. Um, any kind of group of creatives getting together, open mic nights, spoken word nights. There's a tarot reading down by the beach, like, let's go. You know, Mm -hmm. this is your chance to be your extroverted self and just make friends, you know? Yeah. Does that feel fun? Are you excited about that part or is that kind of an intimidating thing? It is equal parts intimidating and exciting. I was reading a book, um... And she called it, she was talking about being excited and terrified and she called it excitified. Ah, yeah. And I was like, yep, that's been me for like three weeks now. <laughs> yeah. You're like, my stomach has not stopped hurting, but, but I'm also so excited. <laughs> yes. Yes. I totally get it. You know, when I was doing this kind of work, the other thing that was really helpful was there was a magazine I don't even know if it exists here anymore, but there was a magazine that highlighted artists and musicians. Yeah. And they always had really cool photography. And so I'm also a big fan of pitching your work. And um, I often tell my clients, I'm like, we're going to get a little old school here and do some things that we don't see happen very often. But I printed out, I kid you not, 20 photos. I printed out my portfolio. I set up a meeting with this editor and like walked into his office and it was way less scary. It sounds really scary. He was like 25 years old, you know, like we were both (laughs) in our twenties and I was just like, here's my work. And he's like, it's great. So that was also a chance to get paid by the magazine, get in front of a lot of musicians and artists and dance crews. And, and, you know, so I think like if you have a piece of paper and you're trying to do some brainstorming, because this is the first step to really this ideal client stuff, 
mm-hmm. is um is like let's start with musicians and be like magazines that talk to musicians, Facebook groups that are about music, um, different local events, and just start kind of making a list. Okay. Um, and that's really the first step. And that'll be some like homework after this call mm-hmm. is just kind of like doing a little bit of that research. When are there um farmers markets or art crawls are or those kind of things um that could be like a chance to take a few behind the scenes photos and tag people or connect on Instagram or whatever, you know, like there's mm-hmm. there's so many ways now to make these connections and to like help other people towards their goals, which yeah. is always gonna be um it's always the generous way to do business, you know, Mm -hmm. is like, if I'm helping you get the word out about what you care about, it's also, you know, making deeper connections and serving you. And, and as I go about building my business too. Mm -hmm. I will definitely do that homework. Yes. You're like, this is in between the packing, you know, this is what I haven't (laughs) been wanting to do. Kristen. Yes. I may have been procrastinating on this, but that's okay. (laughs) Or, you know, sometimes newspapers have art sections, things like mm-hmm. that. So, you know, once once you're kind of like, okay, musicians. Also, I, I feel like, you know, artists, painters, tarot card readers, um, coaches. I think therapists even could be like a really cool okay. group to jump in with. Because think about like if, one, if someone's more of a holistic living therapist – and they have a client that's needing to get connected with like themselves, their inner child, things like that. There might be there might be a um like a way of working together there too. That could be cool. I don't know. What do you think? You can that always that would be out. cool for sure. I'm no, like, that would be super out. cool. Um, and I had been trying to put some thought to that because of another workshop I was in, and he was talking about making connections with other businesses and like not businesses like other photography businesses, but businesses and people completely outside of your little circle. And like, how can we connect and how can we work together towards an end goal? And whether that's like certificates to the therapist that if they're like, okay, someone could really use this, like, here's a certificate, just go get a shoot. And it's completely covered. There's like, and so as soon as you said that, I'm like, okay, maybe I should put some more thought to this because it has been on my mind a little bit as an option, especially because I really just loved how those few shoots this summer went where they were like, no, this was like childhood dreams coming true. I'm like, okay, we might need to lean into this a little more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, you have a great opportunity locally in the place you're moving, but it could expand out from there too. Like Mm -hmm. once you start, you're getting some of those, um, some of those core values, you're seeing some of that. It's really fulfilling when I work with people towards this and this Mm -hmm. you'll start. It's almost like you have antenna up now. Like you'll start seeing people that see the world the same way you do. Mm -hmm. Um, like when I'm trying to think through what's going to be fulfilling work for me, a lot of times I, I try to think of myself in little overlapping bubbles too. I'm like, okay, I am, I'm a photographer, but I'm also a mom and I'm also a podcaster. And I also went through a divorce and I also love inner child work and healing and stuff like that. And I also deconstructed a religion. And so you start kind of piecing these things together that are like important to you mm-hmm. and you'll start noticing where other people have got my antenna. I love the antenna. <laughs> Do, do, do. You start noticing like other people that are talking about the same things you care about and they yeah. start noticing you too. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that that's like a really cool place to be in. Cause you're like, oh my gosh, this person cares about this too. And we have values that overlap too. And you start seeing your, um, like collaborative opportunities in a new yeah. way. Yeah. I'll definitely have to try that bubble idea. I do like the visual that that creates. And I'm, I'm, I'm a photographer. I'm clearly a very visually oriented person. <laughs> yes. So that makes a lot more sense to me than like trying to make a list. 
It's like the biggest Venn diagram <laughs> you've ever made. You're just like, Ooh. how many circles? Sounds like a great time. <laughs> Venn diagram. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But I mean, in each of those bubbles too, or the overlapping bubbles, then the, you know, you can continue the research of right. um, a therapist that does inner child work. Mm-hmm. There could be a whole list of people in your city that connect with that. Mm-hmm. Um, workshop leaders that would hire a photographer to do creative embodiment kind of shoots at their workshop mm-hmm. um, and a whole list there. So I'm always trying to expand people's minds to like the money doesn't necessarily have to come from the person hiring you. It could come right. from a workshop. It could come from a magazine. It could come from mm-hmm. all these other ways too. Mm-hmm. What do you think hearing all of this? I think I have a lot to think about. <laughs> no, no thinking, just writing. Oh. <laughs> no thinking. I'm definitely making notes here as we go. Um, Does that sound, it are we going the right direction? Me, absolutely. And that's where I, I want to be able to not like require payment for every shoot. I want to be able to do other things that, yeah. And that comes back to the value for people. Like the people are actually the most important part to me. <laughs> yeah. So, totally. but no, I definitely like, I like it. I'm going to go make my own Venn diagram after this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, totally. I mean, uh, and we've, we've coached therapists before and people who really care, obviously really care about people, really care about helping people. And there is kind of always this, like, this is where we talk about money, Marika. Um, oh, <laughs> there's always, like, do I have to, you know, oh, my gosh, can I charge to help people? Can I charge when this is something I really care about? And I think, like, reframing it to if if I charge an amount that lets me be more creative, that lets me grow as an artist, that lets me take care of myself in a way that lets you thrive and you be just running through fields of flowers <laughs> in your mind and in your life, yes. then there's so much abundance and excess that there's there you've built it around these people that you're really wanting to give back to and to mm-hmm. offer shoots to. And it's like an integral part of your business. Um, but especially I find female creatives put themselves at the bottom of the list and give to everyone before themselves and so we're kind of we're trying to move you back up the list with when well, we and that's where being chronically ill especially since such a young age like I've had to learn not to put myself above others but I've had to learn I think a lot earlier <laughs> than most um like those boundaries of like this actually isn't an option today, or this actually isn't an option ever. Um, and I actually can't handle being around you because you make me feel I'm making uh, to the camera now, Marie's it's a podcast, um, but you make me feel yeah. teeny, teeny, tiny or yeah. whatever. Um, so I think that's helped, but it's still just for me comes back to the money. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I struggle with it. And I keep working on it, but I struggle with it. (laughs) When you pull the thread, like what does, what is the fear in charging more or why does the money come up and like kind of get you? I don't think I need a therapist anymore. I'm just going to do more of these with you. (laughs) (laughs) No, therapists are great. Um, I love my therapist. She's great. (laughs) Take your butt about money. That's fine. (laughs) Um. I'll keep it short and simple because of some family stuff. Um, money was placed over my family by other family members. And so it's, I'm trying to do the work and all that stuff, but it's still like, I don't want to be that. So then you pendulum swing the other way. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm aware of that. So that's why I keep trying to put more thought to this. And I, randomly apply for coaching on podcasts because I'm like, I need all the help I can get. (laughs) I love it. And I'm glad that you did. And also I know it's like vulnerable to share your whole business and stuff on a podcast too. So thank you for doing it. Yeah. Um, 
I totally, oh my gosh, why do we all have to pendulum swing? I'm the exact same way. And I think most people are. We're like, okay, this was too much. Let's go (laughs) way over here now. Yeah. (laughs) I dated this kind of guy. Let's go all the way over here now, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure your therapist has worked with you on this too, but just like, if there's, there's always a third way and it's always like, Mm -hmm. what's the third way? So if you're like, okay, describe the way that you were hurt by. Is it like control around money, someone um, like being neglectful because they just prioritized money, being dishonest or kind of like all of the above over here? Yeah, all of the above. All of the above would, uh, yep. Plus but just some, placing I'm it sure. above any anything and anyone else. Right. Would put it the most simply, I think. What's money this? was it. Money was it and relationships were put to the wayside. People's yeah. feelings and what others needed was put to the wayside. Mm-hmm. And when you're really close to that, that's super hurtful and really like changes who you are as a person too when you're like around that. Yep. <laughs> you're like, yes. Sure does. <laughs> I feel you there. Um, I've never worked with anyone that did not have some money wounds. Like it is because it's so tied to our safety and security mm-hmm. and feeling of like love and belonging, like things with money hurt. Absolutely. So when you swing to the other side, what's that look like? Um, I would happily do all of this for free. <laughs> and you most simply, I'm yeah. like, I don't even want to charge. Just tell me when to show up. I'll be there. <laughs> Okay, but like, can you? Can you do the shoots that you really want to do for free? No, no, I can't. I mean, if you can, I can't. Sure, no. <laughs> you know, you're like, I can't. No. no. <laughs> well, you know, that's the thing. And the dream, and the thing that we're starting to create, and that's starting to become um, crystallized, has expenses and rent, and you know, props yes. and things that caught cameras. Is we we don't have a cheap hobby. No, not exactly. <laughs> That's what it always makes me laugh at family sessions when kids will ask, can I take a picture? And I try to be nice. Like I've done lots of nannying. So it's like, no, no, like I'm taking the pictures. You're in front of it. And finally I'll tell them if they keep bugging me, I'm like, no, because your mom does not want to have to pay for a new camera. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. Same with drunk guests at weddings. Oh my gosh. No, <laughs> you cannot touch my camera. What are you thinking? There's a reason I don't do very many weddings. <laughs> so many reasons, but that oh would be one. <laughs> People are better behaved at weddings than they used to be. Like 10 years mm-hmm. ago, it was it was rough out there. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, so that's the swing is like, mm-hmm. this, why can't I just do everything for free? And then you're like, I can't do everything for free. These are expensive. And then yeah. it's. I'm just, I'm filling in the blanks, but then it's guilt, shame. And can I charge and should I charge? It becomes kind of this whole spirally Mm -hmm. thing, right? Yep. Yes. Dark little hole that we can fall down. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Okay. So if you're, if you're, you got your triangle, those are the two, what would like a third way be in that triangle? What would be pieces that like would feel, you know, generosity is important to you taking care of people is important to you. Health is important to you. And Mm -hmm. I had a coach remind me many times, she's like, if generosity is important to you, you have to also remember to be generous to yourself. If health Mm -hmm. is important to you, you have to also remember to prioritize your own health. If balance is important to you, you know? And so like, I have to also coach myself Mm -hmm. through this of like, can't just be generous to other people. That's not actually generous. Mm -hmm. So what would some aspects of that third way look like for you in your business? I think a lot of it is kind of what we've talked about already. Um, being able to charge enough at, I don't know what the number breakdown of shoots at this point would be, um, but being able to charge enough that I can also afford to do things like leave certificates with certain people that it's like, okay, if you see someone that you think this would really benefit, like here. And they just get a shoot and there's no stress to them, but they get the experience. And especially if it was a therapist and they'd be like, okay, so I feel like this is what they need right now, or this would help or, 
Um, so I think it is that that's the simplest way to put it. I think we have basically covered it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So so it's just, it's just putting it into practice now. <laughs> like about, about four shoots a month and being able to comp one of those. Mm-hmm. And those are like the big shoots. The like big I shoot. happily, I happily do more than four shoots a month, but the all in ridiculous planned top to bottom that four would probably be max. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's just talk about those shoots. Cause I feel like the other stuff is, is, um, is icing, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So the four shoots, do you have a number when I ask you this question straight to your face, what should you be charging for these shoots? Is there a number that comes up? Not a specific number. No. Okay. I mean, numbers come up because I've seen, because I see what other people charge. This is the downside of social media. Mm-hmm. Um, on one hand, it's great because I can kind of get a feel for like where I'm at in the pack per se. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like, oh, well, how can they charge that much? And I'm only down here. Mm-hmm. Um, so a specific number, no, does not come to mind. If I wanted to come up with one, I would have to look more at kind of the, like the last few shoots that I did that were of this type mm-hmm. and like see what went all into them necessarily and then do math, which I hate. <laughs> um, <laughs> I took up photography to be an artist, not to do math, um, but here we are. I totally feel you. And I'll send you a spreadsheet after this that can help you calculate it too. And I'm like, I was not a spreadsheet person. I also was like, I'm just gonna, I was a musician before. Yeah. I was a musician (laughs) before I was a photographer. Like I just only want to do art. And then I became super anxious about money and thought that like not looking at the numbers would make me less anxious. Turns out I was wrong. And so now I think of spreadsheets as self-care because looking at them does really help. And I know you're in a mm-hmm. unique situation as far as expenses go, but yeah. I think thinking through like what would feel really good to bring in each month and then basing the spreadsheet off of that might be helpful. Um, that would least- be super helpful to see. And especially if you have a spreadsheet already made that I don't have to fight through creating my own, that would be fabulous. I do. I will send it to you after this and excited to hear what you think. I mean, do you, when you think of like what number would be great to bring in each month, is there a number? I'm really just not an, I'm shaking my head for those listening to the podcast. <laughs> I keep forgetting. <laughs> oh, you're doing great. No, I know. It's perfect. Um, I'm just, no. And I think that's where it does get funny for me that like, it's not like I have, okay, this is my rent and this is my food and this is my electricity like I don't have such set monthly expenses therefore it's hard to say okay I want to bring in this my my most set monthly expenses are my prescription meds <laughs> which are expensive I know you're in Canada but I'm true. sure they're still expensive <laughs> I mean so because like when you're doing this spreadsheet I would go through and think like what would be amazing to build into my life? Like what would enhance my life? Would, you know, would a weekly massage after photo shoots be great? Would saving towards a studio feel good? Would being able to donate a certain amount of money be great? Like send my parents on a vacation. I don't know. Like do the do the dream in the mm-hmm. spreadsheet and play around with the numbers and then – um, it kind of gives you an idea of a goal to shoot for and mm-hmm. then you can kind of stair step pricing up from there with like okay. if eventually I could make three to five thousand per creative shoot, that would feel amazing and that okay. would help me achieve some of these other goals. Um, that kind of thing, you know? Yes. So those specific numbers don't even feel realistic, but I think that's partially just me. So that's okay. <laughs> It, I mean, it takes time to get there too mm-hmm. and like our nervous system's a, a part of it. But like the type of shoot you're describing where there's a creative 
session where there's mood boarding, where there's costume designing or pulling in a stylist or whatever. I mean, those are easily $5,000 shoots, you know? So it's having that as that point. Well, it's like building up to it, right? It's getting there, but it's also at some point, you'll probably just have to decide that that's what it needs to be, you know? And I know, so right now your shoots are 400 yeah, for one hour. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I think also think through you're adding time to this. Maybe you're mm. including travel. This is, there's a lot of pieces that go into it. And if you start Absolutely. pricing it hourly, I think the numbers are going to start to make sense. And you're like, oh, mm. I, this makes sense that I have to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where I haven't like sat down enough with the numbers and like tried to break it down. Cause every time I think about doing it, I'm like, wow, that's a lot to think about. And so I walk away 90% of the time because I have other things that I'd prefer to be doing, like editing my most recent shoot or whatever. So <laughs> I will yeah. make myself sit down and go over those numbers. Um, but yeah, it does make sense. And I think, like you said, like once I look at the time and how it works out it's just telling the rest of me that it's okay (laughs) yeah and it it takes time to kind of prove it to yourself that it's gonna work and Mm -hmm. so you know you can start it's like easing into the deep end you can start with I'm gonna do thousand dollar creative shoots you know and Mm -hmm. connections with musicians Remind yourself, hey, this has the creative planning. It has this. It has this. You know, it's a longer shoot. And the more you do them and the more someone pays you that, then it feels good to jump to the next one. Or you might mm-hmm. f- start feeling resentful if you're like, oh, my gosh, I worked way more than $1,000. I need to make more than that, you know? And right. So yeah. you can use how you feel about things. And if resentment comes up, um, as like a guide to like, it's definitely time to raise that. Um, mm-hmm. cause I felt, I felt that, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. So much to think about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the thing that we want to avoid is just overthinking it and not right. doing it. So what feels like the first couple action steps for these creative shoots specifically, like, what feels like you could do it today and feel good about it? Um, I think at this point, it's simply making connections where we're going. Um, not even money related, not package related, not anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a few, I've kind of made a list for myself of like a few shoots and a few potential people that just like no cost, but it gets me some shoots there, gets my name out there. It's people that, have other connections it's um so I have a list I've talked to a few of them um now that we're in like the last few days of packing and moving I will talk to the rest of them after we've moved (laughs) um but that's that's one of the things that I was like because you know I start googling okay how do you relocate a business um and it's like okay well I guess I just have to start following and messaging people and taking advantage of what social media does offer us in connection without being physically close in any way at this point. Um, So that's the action I think I need to first take, especially just in the next like week and a half ish as we first get moved and start to settle is just trying to make those connections. Totally. Yeah. And to break it down even more, what's the first step in making the connections? Is it an Instagram DM? Is it an email, a text? Like what are the specific things you want to do with that list? Um, For the most part, I am using Instagram. I, one of them on the list is a friend of my friend there. So I had messaged my friend going like, can I name drop you to this guy? And he's like, well, I could just introduce you once you're here. Like, well, that works for me. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to outright ask for that, but if you're offering, um, but for the most part, as far as the people that I have absolutely no connection to other than I'm moving to your area, um, I've been using Instagram and DMing them 
at this point, the few that I have messaged already. Yeah. I love that. That's super awesome. And I mean, the other thing with social media and with your website is, is like lean into some SEO energy too. Um, I noticed there wasn't a whole lot of location based stuff on your website. I'm like, tag that up, be the, you know, your city musician, photographer, music photographer, or, um, like the site Uber suggest lets you see what people Google because we might be like, Ooh, let's do, you know, Vancouver creative photographer. And maybe no one's searching that no one knows to search that. So Mm -hmm. it might be something else that you can use as a tagline or as a tag or as a, um, like SEO friendly Mm -hmm. words on your website that help people find you. Yep. I, my website is one of the things that I'd love to put some more energy into the, like in the next while. Um, not that it was like thrown together, but I put it together and it's like, okay, now that we're moving, I'm not going to have as many shoots to start as I do here right now. So I'm like, okay, these are the things that I should then put some time and like effort into. Um, but it is good to hear that. I didn't realize how little location stuff was on my website. So I will make sure to add that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, we all have a list that's a mile long. Absolutely. So, you know, the to me, the lowest hanging fruit is make sure it's really clear where you're based and even tag surrounding cities that are maybe a little bit bigger or if mm-hmm. people say Vancouver Island versus this other town or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, doing some of that in conjunction with musician, photographer, or live event, you know, creative Mm -hmm. photographer, fashion photographer, those kind of things will help people find you when they're like, I don't even know someone that does this. And the really cool benefit of the work that you're doing is it is so niche that when people are looking for this, you want to be the name on everyone's lips, you know? That's the goal. (laughs) Yes. And you're on your way there. I mean, people work their whole careers trying to have work that's as unique as yours. So you're in a great place for this to happen. It's really just helping people that want what you are offering find Mm -hmm. you through SEO, Mm -hmm. social media, being at the events and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Yep. (laughs) I'm excited for you. Are you excited? I am. You're like scared sided. Let's go. Or what yeah. did you say? You terrified sided. Yeah. <laughs> Excitified. Excitified. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, we will catch back up with you in a little bit and hear how all this is going. Do you want to say like, okay, connections raise prices a little bit. Mm-hmm. We get that number closer to a thousand for your, for your creative shoots. Mm-hmm. I'm writing this down. <laughs> she's like yes Kristen <laughs> and her Making all heart, the notes. like no <laughs> yeah but I can work on that <laughs> if I don't write it down I will forget <laughs> yes it's written down we yes. will change our prices um yes. okay cool and it's a process but just remember so much creativity so much practice so much thought so much planning goes into mm. shoots and they're worth it. I will take your word for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And keep dreaming about what that will let you do towards mm. the dreams. I feel like a lot of times people will set goals, set numbers, and then it's not connected to something really important to them tangibly. So anytime right. you can remind yourself the feeling that this will let you have, the um, the goals that will let you move towards, the space it will create for yourself and your health, those are the things that are going to help you like not have that visceral reaction to the number because mm-hmm. it's connected to something that's really, really in line with what you value. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Any parting thoughts? I don't think so. Thank you so much. This was really awesome and came at a hilariously perfect time as like I'm transitioning to a completely new and more creative, yay, community. Um. So exciting. 
Well, before you hop off, do you want to let people know how to connect with you online and see your beautiful work? Sure. Um, so photography by Marika, M-A-R-I-J-K-A. Um, and that is my Facebook. That is my Instagram. Photographybymarika.com is my website. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's kind of the best place to find me and my work. Amazing. Well, Marika, thank you so much for coming on. And we're just so excited to continue to follow your journey. Thank you. This was awesome. I'm super excited to start putting all of these things into practice. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, I'll see you later. Bye.